This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. I get the spin rate thing. I guess I have a couple views. First of all, it's very serious allegations because are you happy with the judicial system or are you not? Because first of all, I do believe there's adrenaline. I do believe in the postseason guys amp up because this is do or die or go home. Now, how did we check people before? Well, we checked them. You check the belt, you check the glove, you check the hair, you check the hat, you check his ears. They checked them. So if he passes the test according to the way we're checking people, we're not going to be happy with it. So he passed the test, whether you think he did or not, I think is almost irrelevant because I don't have a problem with Buck Showalter going out. I think it was a combination of everything. I think it was a combination of gamesmanship. Their, their hitters were being dominated, so I think maybe try to get in Musgrove's head. Maybe using the information that he had, hopefully find something wrong. But if, if Alfonso Marquez <clears throat> touches his ear or his hat or something and he finds something sticky... I believe these umpires are going to say, like, uh-uh, this is illegal. 100%. The fact that he gave them as thorough a check as I believe you could give them during a game, he didn't have anything. It's the most thorough check I've seen of a player other than the guy from the Indians that had his hat removed and the umpire was running his fingers through his hair like he was making love to him. It's the second most thorough check. That was Mike Lowell with a, a much more measured take on that same program yesterday. Ben Woods back with you here on 97.3 The Fan. Jesus, my blood pressure is through the roof. I, I think I was more worried that Joe Musgrove wasn't cheating, but hey, we all sometimes have like something sticky. Just kind of what? you bump into something sticky, you what? know, like a lollipop or something, and gets on your hand. You have stickiness somewhere. Did he eat mushroom? Did you eat mushroom? No, I didn't. Before you I mean, in? If, you know. so Joe Musgrove bumped into a lollipop. No, I'm just saying. I worried. <laughs> I worried that what if the umpires like feel <laughs> and like ah, that feel like something <laughs> sticky? Like as you just said, if he never went to his ears, let me see your. It doesn't matter if see your hands right now. Are they kind of sticky? A little bit. Check your ears. Little sticky? No. 
you're not sticky at all. You're smooth. Okay. Tan. Okay, good. Thank you. I mean, there can be some room for interpretation of what is and is not sticky. Yeah, I mean, there, but there, there wasn't. Like you said, if he felt something sticky, they would have, they would have said, "You're, you're out of here, man." I mean, it's you telling me that a group of umpires who love nothing more than making the game of baseball about themselves, if given the chance to throw a pitcher out in the middle of a huge game, you don't think the umpires would have absolutely relished in that? They, no one likes making the game of baseball more about them than the umpires. I mean, my God, they live, they live to throw guys out. You look at them crossways, they're going to run you. So I loved what Mike Lowell said. Thank you for being, you know, again, this is the policy in place. They checked him. I'm so glad they checked him. I'm so It should have killed the national narrative. It should have. It didn't. When Brian Kenny from the, the league's network goes on and accuses him, and not accuses him, said he cheated. Yeah, I think he cheated. That's absolute trash. And uh, I wouldn't, I would be furious if I were the Padres and... Word on the street is they are. They are. They're furious about it, and they should be. Well, they have to be. I mean, they have to lodge some sort of whatever it is, you know, complaint, email sent from Eric Gruppner's office to uh, Rob Manfred, whatever it is. They they can't be happy about what's going on. I mean, you're supposed to be promoting your own sport, highlighting the best, not trying to take down someone who just threw the game of his lifetime. We always rip on football, and I guess – you know, it's a, it's a very callous thing to say. Nobody does a better job at hiding all the dirty details of football than football analysts. Nobody. I mean, the two of stuff, they're like, hey, I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, football does a good job at promoting its sport. They don't have guys on. They don't have the dick buttkisses of the world, Ben, in the broadcast booth going, well, back in my. Actually, no, they do. Troy Aikman did it last night, as a matter of fact. We'll play that on Don't Do This. But um, they really don't have the guys ripping on the sport the way that baseball and its analysts do. Before that, we need a contestant for Take on Woods. Call now, 833-288-0973. Chance to qualify. Trip to Las Vegas, $250 food and beverage, private VIP pod in the sports book, 833-288-0973. We'll play in just a couple of minutes uh, some Take on Woods. I did want to get into the pitching matchups, though. They were officially announced yesterday on the workout day for the National League Division Series. Uh, as expected, Bob Melvin is going with Mike Clevenger in Game 1 today. Dave Roberts will counter, and he said this was a coin flip decision between Julio Urias and Clayton Kershaw, and he's going to go with Urias as his Game 1 starter. I think the coin may be wiser than Dave Roberts is <laughs> in this case. I it's, think look, I, I think that's the right decision well, for the Dodgers. Yeah, I mean... I. I I will say this. I'm actually speechless. I figured it would be Kirsch. No question. It's Dave Roberts. He wants that moment for Clayton. What better time than to get it? Uh, he's pitched really well against the Padres. Uh, you throw in your 2-3 your against the Padres 4. Hey, Dave Roberts may be learning from his past mistakes, and that's not a good thing for uh, for us. Now, ben, but. now, as it stands, it's the Dodgers' number one who's been their best pitcher against the Padres' fourth best pitcher Yeah, this year. Yes. Now, to me, you know, you look, okay, that's not a great situation. However, I think Mike Clevenger is a little different than most fours in Major League Baseball. Maybe not in the numbers. I mean, his, his overall numbers this year were... Yeah, they were okay. Seven and seven, four point three three ERA. Urias seventeen and seven, two point one six ERA. But Clevenger has he must be cheating. Clevenger has Is big game experience. 
Clevenger is not going to go out there, you know, overwhelmed by the moment. No, I don't he's, think so. He's not, uh, he's not a rookie going out and doing this for the first time. I feel more comfortable in Mike Clevenger as a four than probably most teams' number four pitcher that they could throw in a postseason series opener like the Padres are doing. And I'm not going to be surprised if Mike Clevenger goes out and at least keeps the Padres in the game. You know, throws four or five, you know, decent innings that gives the Padres a chance. And all you're really looking for in this game, a chance. Where someone comes through with one big hit, you know, takes advantage of one big mistake and, and can turn around a close game. That's what they're looking for from Mike Clevenger today. Guy's got good numbers off Clev. I mean, Mookie Betts pretty much owns Mike Clevenger, so the very first batter that steps to the plate is going to be a massive challenge for Clev. He's batting 500. Has the OPS of 1.303, okay? Uh, Will Smith owns Mike Clevenger as well. Trey Turner's batting 400. Max Muncy is 2 for 6. Trace Thompson, 2 for 5. Um, yeah, I mean... They, they, there's some really, really good players on that team. Freddie Freeman's been neutralized a little bit by Clev, but other than that, man, you know, again, all those numbers mean nothing because it's a playoff atmosphere. And uh, and it's baseball. it's baseball. You can own a guy and just one day, you know, his pitches move just a little differently and he gets you. Or you hit an atom ball. You know, Mookie Betts could absolutely scald one to the warning track yep. and Trent Grisham can run it down. And who won that battle? Well... You know, Mookie hit it great, but sometimes you make outs. So. I do love the the confidence that uh, Bob Melvin has shown in not just, you know, Trent Grisham and guys like that, but the confidence that he shows in Clev and by saying, No, we're not we're not it didn't take it didn't take Bob Melvin three days to figure out who was gonna start. He he made a strong move and said, No, Mike Clevenger's our guy. He's going. Now by going with Urias in game one, that means the Dodgers will save Clayton Kershaw for game two or you know, and then he'll be going up against the Padres' number one guy in you, Darvish, coming off an outstanding playoff start against the New York Mets. And while Clayton Kershaw is certainly a a Hall of Fame pitcher, he is at the end of his career. You know, his his numbers have fluctuated a little more than they have in the past. His playoff record is not particularly good, outside of you know one shortened, not quite real postseason in twenty twenty. You kind of like that matchup tomorrow for the San Diego Padres. It's probably as good as it gets in this series. That's the one that you really target and you circle. Okay, that's the one to steal in L.A. and get out of there at least 1-1 and bring it back to Petco Park uh, with a, a legitimate chance in this series. So I don't... I don't hate that. I like the matchup that the Padres have for Game 2 tomorrow. Just going to need to hit, man. Just like, uh, you know, you're not going to beat Scherzer. You're not going to beat DeGrom. You're not going to beat Bassett unless you hit. And the Padres hit in that series, and I hope that they keep it going. Uh, Arias is a really, really tough customer. He is a tough, tough customer. So whatever you have to do to get in his dome, he's also an emotional, emotional pitcher. He takes the long walk around the mound when something doesn't go his way. You are in no hurry. San Diego Padres batsman tonight. No hurry at all. Make him stand out there and wear it a little bit. Fight. Fight pitches They off. did it in the Mets series. They did it in the Mets series. Expect to, to see more to of that perfection. tonight. Oh, yeah, man. Let, let him be the emotional pitcher that he is. There's nothing wrong with that. He is one hell of a starting pitcher, man. And I think, I think Dave Roberts would have... Would have been killed if he threw Kershaw out there and they lost to Clev in game one. I think he would have been killed. I think he made that move begrudgingly because you know him he wants that moment for Clayton in game one at home he wants it so badly but he didn't do it so credit to him credit to Dave Roberts for doing that we'll have more on the news from uh, the workout day yesterday coming up stay tuned for that don't do this ahead as well but right now 
See a contestant on the line. Let's play it. It is time for Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Woods. Brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. All right, we got Brian on the line here. It's not Brian Kenny, right, Paulie? That would be awkward at this point. That would be awkward. Brian, uh, good morning. Welcome to uh, Take on Woods. How you doing? Like, hey, a-holes. Doing well. How are you? <laughs> good. All right, uh, Woods has left the studio. You get to go first here. Five questions of musical trivia, and you get to pick our category today. Uh, if you can beat or tie Woods, uh, you will qualify for our grand prize Drawing at the end of the month, a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino, VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook, the world's largest race and sportsbook, $250 food and beverage credit. Here are your category choices. We bring back Potty Mouth, as written by Tier 1B George, song titles with uh, colorful language included. And in and, uh, this one, a five-song title category. They all begin with the word and. And our new category today, Make the Call. Five songs with the word call in the title. So, Brian, Potty Mouth, And in And, or Make the Call. What's it going to be today? Uh, Make the Call. Make the Call. He's going with the new one. Again, uh, five song titles, the word call, C-A-L-L, appears in all of them. Uh, Brian, you want to keep your advantage over Woods and, and keep him in the dark? Yes. All right, fair enough. It's 60 seconds. If you don't know one, pass. We'll come back to it if there's time left on the clock. And again, our first song is our two-second song. You need to give me both the title and the artist after Paul plays the short clip to score that point there. You ready to go, Brian? I'm ready. All right, don't forget the category. 60 seconds on the clock. Make the call is the category. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Brian. Let's take on Woods. Correct. Featuring Stevie Wonder on the harmonica, which song with a nine-word title was one of Elton John's biggest hits of the 1980s? I just called to say I love you. Incorrect. The chorus of which Paul Simon hit begins, If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your long-lost pal. Pass. Carly Rae Jepsen gained international fame in 2012 with which chart-topping hit? Call me maybe. Correct. In 1978, Kenny Loggins nabbed his first major solo hit on a technicality when Stevie Nicks wasn't credited on the single for which iconic duet? Fast. All right, let's go back to the chorus of which Paul Simon's song hit begins, If You'll Be My Bodyguard, I'll Can Be Your Long Lost Pal. You can call me out. Correct. In 1978, Kenny Loggins nabbed his first major solo hit on a technicality when Stevie Nicks wasn't credited on the single for which iconic duet? Um, All right, time is up. You got three, though. That's not bad. You got Call Me by Blondie, our two-second song. You Can Call Me Al by Paul Simon and Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. You missed the uh, Elton John song, nine-word title. I guess that's why they call it the blues. And then the duet is Whenever I Call You Friend by Kenny Loggins and Stevie Nicks. Let's bring Woods back in. Hang on the line there, Brian. Reset everything. Woods will get the same five questions in the same 60 seconds, but he doesn't get the category. Makes it a little tougher for him. All right. Headphones on. 60 seconds on the clock. Woods, your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck. Let's take on Brian. 
Call Me Blondie. Correct. Featuring Stevie Wonder on the harmonica, which song with a nine-word title was one of Elton John's biggest hits of the 1980s? Uh, pass. The chorus of which Paul Simon hit begins, If You'll Be My Bodyguard, I Can Be Your Long Lost Pal. Call Me Al. Correct. Carly Rae Jepsen gained international fame in 2012 with which chart-topping hit? Call Me Maybe. Correct. In 1978, Kenny Loggins nabbed his first major solo hit on a technicality when Stevie Nicks wasn't credited on the single for which iconic duet? Something with Call. Give me the other one. Featuring Stevie Wonder on the harmonica, which song with a nine-word title was one of Elton John's biggest hits of the 1980s? What the hell? Um, I'm blanking. In 1978, Kenny Loggins nabbed his first major solo hit on a technicality when Stevie Nicks wasn't credited on the single for which iconic duet? Ooh, we got a tie today. 3-3. Brian, congratulations. Hang on the line. Uh, you got the same one. So uh, Elton John is, I guess that's why they, they call, call it, it the blues. blues. I hate that song. And Kenny Loggins is Whenever I Call You Friend with Stevie Nicks. Never heard of it. Oh, yes, you have. I haven't. Promise you, you have heard that song many Play it times for me, before. Paul. I don't think Paul, I've ever heard it. will play it for it. Brian, stay on the line. Uh, we'll put your name into the drawing for our grand prize at the end of the month. You don't win a Daily Diddy selection, but hey, you're going for the trip to Vegas. Congratulations. Make the call. The category you did you figured that out that yeah. all the song titles had the word call in it somewhere you'll figure it out you'll definitely recognize this song i've never heard the song in my life never wait a minute yeah yeah you've heard it before what's the name of it whenever i call on. you friend great one 1978 man a great song. Yeah, from 1978. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know the song. I just didn't know the title of the song. I hate that Elton John song, too. You know, I, I didn't know that Stevie... I learned that Stevie Wonder played the harmonica on that song in my research for Take On Woods. Doing it. <laughs> All right. I'll take a tie. Don't lose a ditty. Tie's not bad. Tie's fine. Tie's you don't fine. lose the ditty. All right, we got Don't Do This coming up next. Uh, Troy Aikman. You got to ring the misogyny bell yes. last night, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. My wife is foaming at the mouth right now. I bet right she now. is. Foaming uh, we'll at the We'll get to mouth. that coming up next, and uh, we can talk a little bit about that Monday Night Football game as well. I think the referees had to don't do this uh, in that game, too. Uh, it's Ben and Woods. We'll be right back after this. Uh, check traffic on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. Moron. You dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. All right, before we get to uh, Don't Do This, uh, just a reminder, Kenny Maine has joined the Odyssey family with his podcast. He has? Hey, Maine. Hey, Maine. Each week, Kenny will talk to someone he knows a little and is fascinated by a lot. Athletes, musicians, celebrities, just about anyone else. Download Hey, Maine. Hey, Maine on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we got an entirely Monday night football-themed edition of Don't Do This this morning. Yes, um, and you can go a lot of different directions. Uh, let's start with let's start with the officials because that's what led to Troy Aikman kind of getting his um, his Don't say dauber it. up. I thought you were going to say getting his panties mm. in a bunch, and then we would have had to ring, ring the, the misogyny, misogyny bell on you. But I didn't. I didn't say it. You wanted to, but I didn't. <laughs> the misogyny bell is my favorite. So uh, what happened, and we saw it happen on Sunday with Tom Brady and a call. A roughing the passer call on the Atlanta Falcons that pretty, was pretty soft call. Was a pretty soft call. Uh, Chris Jones was called for roughing Raiders quarterback Derek Carr in the second quarter. It negated what would have been a a fumble recovery yeah. and let the uh, the Raiders add to their first half lead. They were up seventeen nothing at one point in the game last night in Kansas City, looking to pull off the upset. But um, the Kansas City Chiefs rallied. Travis Kelsey with four touchdowns for a 30-29 to win. The, the play, though, was, again, a very soft roughing call in which um, he landed, he tackled Derek Carr, and he landed on top of him. But when you look at the replays, it's, it's very hard to see 
any other way that you know he could have brought him down. Correct. He, he wasn't trying to be dangerous. He didn't go high. He didn't go low. Nope. Wrapped him up. You know, was didn't in traffic. Slam him. You know, and yeah. they just fell down together. He just tackled him, and he and he happened to land on him. It didn't look like he was emphasis, you know, trying to throw his weight into the body or anything. But by the letter of the rules, referees threw the flag. You're not supposed to, you know, land on the quarterback with all your weight to try to <laughs> injure them. And you know, it's just been it's been something that. I, if you're a defensive player in the NFL, tough, you kind of throw dude. up your hands and you go, really what do. can I do? It's my job to go get these guys, and then once I get them, I, I get penalized, them? Yeah. and I can't do anything about it. I get the frustration there. I, I do, too, 100%. And it's, it's, I also get wanting to protect quarterbacks yes, as much as possible. It's a, it's a double-edged sword. It's kind of like, like the Buster Posey rule, right, at, at home plate. I understand the rule. I don't want to see catchers getting their legs broken, Ben. Then again, you're asking guys to change course in the middle of a thing. You're asking the the catcher to maneuver his way to the front, not block it, but he can kind of block it if the ball's in the right path. It just doesn't it doesn't make sense. The sol- All of this at a very high speed. High speed. Yeah. yeah, and the solution is something that we don't generally like, but what you really need to do is you need to give the officials some discretion. Yes. And you know, and and be able to review it as well. Yeah. It's not reviewable. They just call the flag and they go. But anyone who looked at that play There's with a no reasonable penalty. mind, even if by the letter of the law you landed on him, it's a penalty, the officials should be able to say, no, that's not a penalty. But they have to call it. It's like it's required in their handbook. They have to call it. And it's not football. It's not the right way to play. I think uh, one of the best things about marriage, Ben, is the constant uh, reminders of things that you do wrong. Uh, my wife is ha- fantastic at reminding me about, you know, listen, sometimes I bust her balls about it. Like she told me last week, the proper way to take out the garbage, right? I've been taking out the garbage since I was a little kid. Thought I did it the right way. Turns out, guess what? I've been Recycling doing it all Recycling first, then the no, trash. Just, just no. make sure you empty all the garbage cans <laughs> in the house. Really? No kidding. For the for garbage day, yeah. What I if do, it's I only that. like a half full though? No, you still throw it out. It's sort of quarter. She full? wants it clean. What if there's like just one tissue like in I a said, trash can? You learn something new really? every day. You can't just wait married. until the next week. Nope. It's not going to fill up. There's nope. only one tissue all week. Nope. We can wait nope. until the next week. Nope, nope, nope. It's nope. the best that part. Work. Okay. Now, one thing my wife has been working on uh, with me, low these many years, I have the tendency to say phrases, Ben, that could be viewed as misogynistic, like oh. Man, the balls on that guy's got big balls, right? Can't say that stuff. I'm learning. I don't always agree. You can't say man up. Why does it have to be man up? Why can't it be woman up? Fine. I give you that. So you get you get the, I the get, bell. So gets my wrong. wife will look at me and hold up a fake bell and ring it. She'll ring it when I say something misogynistic at home. Last night, watching the broadcast, I she was in getting ready in the getting ready for bed in the bathroom, so she missed this comment. This will be her first time hearing it. She rang the misogyny bell on Troy Aikman last night. Uh, and my hope is the competition committee looks at this in, in the next set of meetings, and you know we take the dresses off. <laughs> we take, we take, we take the dresses off. Yeah, you can't. No. Can't say that. He got dragged. For he it. got dragged. He did, and he he got the misogyny bell rung on him. It's not a it's not a fireable offense, right? It's not, but it is a it's a misogynistic thing to say. Uh, not misogynistic of Devonte Adams. Uh, just kind of rude and dumb. 
uh, as he was walking off the field in the aftermath of the Raiders losing 30-29 to at the end of that game, uh, kind of ran into a, I guess it was a, a equipment credentialed, like a camera guy. He had like a tripod he was trying to pick up and get rid of his stuff. And he ended up stamp, stepping kind of in front of Devontae Adams, and Adams was just frustrated, just shoved the guy right to the ground, like on his back, just right on his backside. Uh, Adams is, of course, issuing an apology. He says, I want to apologize to the guy. There was some guy running off the field. He ran. He, like, jumped in front of me coming off the field, and I bumped into him, kind of pushed him. No, two hands shoved him <laughs> to the ground, actually, and he ended up on the ground. Adams makes it sound like this is a very... It was very incidental. I bumped incidental into a lollipop. Thing. It's no big deal. He two hands shoved him to the ground. So I want to say sorry to him for that because that was just frustration mixed with him literally just running in front of me. I should have responded that I shouldn't have responded that way, but that's how I initially responded. So I want to apologize to him for that. Someone's trying to avoid a, a lawsuit or yes. a fine or a suspension or something for Devontae Adams. Uh, by the way, if you want to do do this, the Chiefs consistently play the most entertaining games in football. I, I don't really think do. close. Yeah, I, I mean they're not they don't blow teams out, but they are always coming from behind. It always seems to be coming down to some miraculous Patrick Mahomes shovel pass, you know, to to win a game or to to erase a deficit. They just play the they're like the most entertaining team in the NFL. They're pretty right now. damn fun to watch. They really man. are. Not too fun to Kelsey's bet on. great. He had four touchdowns. He probably threw about mm, I don't know, twenty percent of fantasy leagues last night yeah. with his performance. Uh, uh incredible. Really great. Not that fun to gamble on. There you go. You had a bad that. night. That was a don't do this for Woods. Yeah. Look at all the don't and do do this is here on a Tuesday. Should have that rosters out was soon. Don't do this with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Some are out already. I see him going through the uh, earlier games, like the Braves roster they were talking about up there on the television. So the Padres roster should be submitted, I believe, and we will find out uh, soon. I mean, obviously there will be changes. Mike Clevenger is starting tonight, so that means he's on the roster and he wasn't on the roster for the first round. That bumps someone Good call. off the roster call that was there, on the roster for the first round. So we'll keep an eye out uh, for that news coming out here. And we have some more audio. Uh, go back to the Joe Musgrove story about Jake Peavy talking about Joe Musgrove. Nice cool moment yesterday. Yeah, really cool. cool Joe, that? who grew up worshiping Jake. Where's his number? Jake now uh, talking about Joe. We'll have that for you coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Got a little bonus, don't do this, that just uh, broke here from uh, Emma Bocelleri. Did I say that right? We've had her on before. Yeah. Um, Rob Thompson, manager of the Phillies, says David Robertson, relief pitcher, good season, acquired him from the Cubs, yep. had a really good year, like 2.4 war, is off the NLDS roster because he strained his right calf celebrating oh. Bryce Harper's home run in game two. Oh. Of the wild card, he did not travel to Atlanta and is getting treatment now in Philadelphia. I got to, uh, if I'm David Robertson, I gotta, I gotta hide that one. That's one I need to say. I'm, go- I'm good. I, yeah, I don't know why I pitched poorly. I, I would fake it in a game. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I would not. You would not get me off that roster. I once strained my right calf celebrating a Padres. I think it was a Josh Bard double. <laughs> Something like that. Maybe it was Adrian Gonzalez. Didn't you, like, I don't know. Tear something? Yeah, or? Like just strained or slight tear of the calf. Yeah, when I jumped off the couch celebrating. So I have sympathy for David Robertson. I know what he's going through right now. Boy, I would take a shot of Toradol and I would tape that thing up and I would be like, Dave, are you good? I'm fine. That's right? a big loss for the Bro, Phillies. I though. would not want to admit I would not want to admit that. In that series. But if you can't go But I you mean, have to sell like it's a huge homer. You gotta celebrate I mean, it. Yeah, I mean the strained right calf is not something I know at least the first few days you can you, you can't, can't do, do anything. much with. You and especially, he's a right-handed pitcher. I mean, that's his push-off leg. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's, you're done. That sucks, man. I saw that uh, 49, 50-year-old Jesse Chavez made the Braves <laughs> postseason roster. I swear to God he was pitching when I was in high school. I swear to God he was coming up. I think he'd already pitched for four years when I was in high school. That dude is ageless. Ageless. Uh, I've not seen the Padres uh, haven't seen it. all I've seen is the Braves actually so far. So, They're uh, on the ball. Phillies. Phillies. Phillies is out. Well, obviously Rob Thompson says David Robertson didn't make it, but I have not seen the Padres or the Dodgers. Both of them some interesting decisions uh, coming up as soon as those are released. Uh, I thought they all had the same cutoff, but maybe because the Padres and Dodgers play later, they get more time today to make the decision, or because it's Pacific time. I don't know for sure, uh, but we'll keep an eye out for the uh, the roster decisions. Couple of um couple of business notes. Uh, Jesse Agler will join us at 835 on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet find new roads. He did agree last week to continue on with the incorporator in the postseason, which means today will be the first ever postseason playoff incorporator for jesse agler but we need a voicemail yeah we, need uh, we a good forgot one. to like uh, you know tell everyone to call in so you've got like uh, less than an hour to come up with a great challenging vocabulary word that jesse will need to uh, work into today's game um what was last week's it was rubaboo rubaboo a fur trapper stew from canada <laughs> 
Something so, like that. Sorry. Uh, and you can call our voicemail line, 619-798-4892. Uh, call the voicemail line. Leave your name, the incorporator word, a definition, spelling, pronunciation, so we know what uh, Jesse's getting into. And you've got like 45 minutes to get that in. So think it up. Call now, 619-798-4892. And then don't forget, tomorrow morning we're going to be back at Alesmith, just like we were on Friday uh, getting you ready for game two of the series uh, between the Padres and the Dodgers, broadcasting live all day. Oh, my God. We'll give you more details, but I just want to make sure everybody knows that they can, uh, if they missed it, they can show up. You get a second chance to show up at Ale Smith and, and party with the 97.3 The Fan Crew as we get ready for another playoff Padres game and series. All right, we'll take a check of traffic. And then we'll come back. I want to play some of that Jake PV audio. We can continue, maybe take some phone calls on the, the Brian Kenny slander of Joe Musgrove that we played for you earlier. That's coming up on 97.3 The Fan. Brought to you by Riverside County Sheriff Chad Bianco. Join rsd.org for more. Just talking about that David Robertson injury celebrating uh, Bryce Harper's home run. Wasn't it Jake PV who got hurt celebrating... Uh, the Padres clinching a playoff spot and knocked him out of the division series playoff run uh, back in, what was that, 2005 or 2006 uh, when they were going to play the St. Louis Cardinals. So uh, he has some familiarity with that. He's also been doing uh, some work on MLB Network lately. He does uh, a great job. He really is doing a nice too. job. He does yeah. phenomenal it's nice to there. see someone with a Padres perspective. You get so much East Coast bias. Or if it's West Coast, it's almost always Dodgers. an ex-Dodger. Yeah. Uh, maybe a giant, but to actually see a former Padre who can offer a Padre perspective, uh, that's so great. And with um, all the slander that was headed Joe Musgrove's way from guys like Brian Kenny, it was nice to hear uh, Joe, or at least Joe getting talked about by someone like Jake Peavy. And, of course, Joe has said many times growing up, Jake Peavy's his favorite player, that's why he wears number 44. So this was uh, Jake Peavy on MLB Network yesterday talking about Joe Musgrove. All right, so take me through. When I watch Joe Musgrove, like, the one thing I take away time and time again, well, two things, is he's an absolute beast, he's number one. And then I take I take away the fact that he could spin the baseball with the best of them. So you take me through it. I know we're showing a little old You were his game. idol. You were Joe. his guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's my guy. Come on, that has to make you feel good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to, to know that. Changing. Boyhood dream, that, that, San Diego. That, that's right. And look, Dero, here's how things got away from him here. This is Joe Musgrove in July, and Pete Alonso just in the sixth inning, one big swing of the bat. But before that, he threw five scoreless. And you talk about how well he spins the ball. He throws this fastball in, Dero, as good as anybody in the game. And you hear me talk about pitching in with that fastball. Joe Musgrove last night at a higher uh. rate. You see Starlin Marte there, and this is in July. But this is Jeff McNeil batting title, just consistently tying guys up when you think that great breaking ball's coming. Alonzo, once you get that fastball going in, there's the good breaking ball, and Lindor got a heavy dose of bees last night. Again, that was in July 24th. Here's last night. There was just a different intensity and a different look on Joe Musgrove's face. But you're waiting on that breaking ball. Here's two heaters right out of the chute, D-Row. Fastball, fastball. There's a little backup cutter, but another fastball. Or excuse me, changeup right so there. To take, so pause this. So take me through that. Am, am I lying to say, would I be doing myself a disservice if I walked to the plate against Joe Musgrove and I'm like, I have to sit breaking ball? You absolutely are. Last night he used his fastball almost 10% more than he did in the regular season from up 
from about 25% almost up to 30, 34%. So nine miles or nine percentage points higher. He used his fastball last night. He, he just does a great job of, for the most part, throwing the ball on the inner half and then using that breaking ball. As the game went on later, when your breaking ball is as good as his was last night, you just throw it and throw it and throw it some more. And that's what he did as, as the game went on. Tell people what we were talking about in, in the makeup room back there. You said, Dero, not many guys can spin their breaking ball in the zone consistently and get away with it. That, that, that's right. And, you and, can well, run I, this. I, well, you're going to run the tape. And, and we're going to get to that. I think this thing the, is five tape. minutes long. Yeah, that's exactly right. But there's the good breaking ball. And right here, this is what I, I, I thought was interesting. Right now, I could have crawled through the television. When this started happening <laughs> and he was walking off the field after this inning, I'm telling you, D-Row, I was losing it up in the residence inn in Secaucus. How about him giving the Jersey Powers? He was like, <laughs> well, look, take that with you. I didn't know about Buck said he got numbers started from the game. Joe Musgrove was fired up last night. And hey, can we run that back? Start this over right here, Dero. This is what we were talking about. They have to play It is very, very hard to throw a breaking ball Please strike. Me. Marshmallow. Breaking ball strikes are hard to throw your best breaking ball. They, the, uh, they most of the time are wrong. Look at Nito, right? I mean, these breaking balls are so sharp. They're like two-strike breaking balls. The break on that is no different than the one he throws off the plate. When I threw my breaking ball, or when most guys throw their breaking ball, it rolls to a certain degree in there if it's going to be a strike. And your good one just breaks off or it breaks down when you're really snapdragon, right? You're swinging miss. Joe Musgrove has the ability to throw that breaking ball in there with the tightest spin and look. You're going to call me out for cheating. I'm going to blow you away and show you that I can throw that breaking ball with nothing on my hands. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, other than the Coachella techno in the background. My God. I'm sure that's they... a proprietary, proprietary background bed music for MLB Network that Did they, they love using. They can't hear that in their ears, oh, yeah, right? Because there's, no, there's no way. That's Just like be... we can when Polly plays music. That's got to be... <laughs> hey, good morning, good morning everybody. Good show. <laughs> so, uh, yesterday, went to the grocery store. Ran into an old buddy, and it was cool. It was good to see him caught up there in the aisles, and decided we're gonna play some golf. Can download the Odyssey app. Yeah, just so I've been hitting my driver pretty good lately. Driver was playing last time I played. And haven't swung the wrenches all week. Yeah, totally normal. Just totally normal in a conversation to just have Diplo in the background. Just <laughs> give me your uh, your backbeat noise. You really do it. <laughs> That's not. That's Woods. He's making that noise somehow. The whole. You can be like a drum machine. Everybody, put your hands in the air. You got. You got country boy Jake Peavy. You know, let's. Hey, let's talk about this breaking ball. And then in the background, hey guys, can I get some George Strait? (laughs) You got marshmallow just banging beats in the background. It's like so distracting. Anyway. Right, let's uh, let's open the phone lines at 833-288-0973. Uh, wanna, if you want to react to what you heard earlier, Brian Kenny's comments about Joe Musgrove. It, what still blows me away, Woods, is that the the check didn't satisfy anybody. That, that's the thing. It, it, the check should have been... That should have been I mean, that, everything. That, End that, of story. That's like... You know, you're you, going to have a gripe with anybody, I guess... Be upset at the umpires? I guess. That, that's like, hey, the, the car next to you on the freeway blows past you, and you go, man, you know, that guy's speeding. He should be getting a ticket, and the radar gun says he's going 65. Well, all right, well, the radar gun says he's going 65. He right, wasn't I can't, speeding. I can't, 
you, I mean, it's over. It's done. The, you know, they they did the check. They pay, he passed the check. It's over. You can't continue to say, "Oh, I, I still believe that you know that guy was speeding." I'll, you know, I, he got passed the check. Yeah, passed the check, man. It, it just doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to me. All right, let's go out to a Brandon. Welcome to Ben and Woods on ninety-seven three. The fan. Good morning, Brandon. You there, Brandon? Hi, Brandon. I think Brandon did this yesterday. All right, Brandon's not there. Let's go to Jamie uh, down in San Ysidro. Jamie, welcome to Ben and Woods on ninety-seven three. The fan. How are we going, fellas? Hey, Jimmy. Good, man. How you doing? Good, good, good. I just want to talk about that pus-festering boil of Brian Kenny. <laughs> I was live like you, Woodsy, and my draw was dropped. Yeah. I stopped in front of the TV like, you've got to be kidding me. He was the so The best upset. performance, and one of the best ones in playoff history in a winner-take-all series. Yep. And he's questioning. I just wanted to go through the TV and snap his little neck. Yeah, I was pretty mad, too. Pretty mad about that yesterday. Woods was uh, beside and himself. On a good day, yells. He's yelling at him. Are you seriously telling me? Mad Dog yells when he's whispering. He's yelling, and he was getting on him. And he still didn't back down. No. Yeah, he's cheap. Yeah, it was uh, pretty sad, man. Pretty sad. I mean, that's what. And, and thank you for the call, Jamie. That's what Mad Dog wanted. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he wanted, wanted controversy. Yes. He wanted to stir the pot up. He was uh, baiting the trap for Brian Kenny, and and Brian Kenny snapped the trap that he walked right into. It. You got to be ready though if you're going on with Mad Dog. You got to either hold your guns or, you know, you can't let them run over you like that. Nope, you can't. I mean, but if that's what he really thought, then that's what he really thought. Uh, let's go to Will. Will, you're next up on 97.3 The Fan. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good morning. Doing good, good buddy. How you doing? Oh, fantastic. Uh, listen to you guys every morning. Thank you, pal. And uh, I, do, I, I do enjoy it. And I get as frustrated as you guys, man. I when I see hear you ranting and I'm trying to drive down the 15, I'm thinking the same thing every morning. And I'm like, gosh. But but, but I have a, such a good feeling right now because I actually feel like uh, Buck Walter did us a favor. I kind of feel like, you know, we got some good motivation besides just to beat the Dodgers. We got some good motivation to show everybody, um, you know what, in spite of that. It, it's, it's To me, I, I got some fire as a fan. I, I'm sure – our players have to have some fire. Uh, you could just tell uh, the players the way they played that game. They were they, they were on it, and and it just made them even more locked in. And I I like to think that uh, that's what they're going to do when they go up to L.A. And I'm feeling like we're going to surprise some people over the next two days. Yeah, I'd like I, to get your thoughts off the air. I sure hope so, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you listening every day, and thanks for getting fired up with us. I I, I feel the same way. I, I don't know how you could watch that series against the Mets and feel like the, the Padres are going to go get rolled? I, I don't. I feel like the guys are putting together really, really good at-bats. I feel like the unsung heroes are stepping up. Um, we still haven't seen the best of Juan Soto. We still haven't seen the best of Manny Machado. And we've gotten nothing from Jake Cronenworth. And we handled that series in L- in New York pretty well, man. Neither of our wins, Ben, were really – they didn't – it didn't didn't feel like you backed into any of them. You dominated both of those, so I, I'm feeling really confident. And and something like something like that can galvanize a team. And I, I did see uh, Ruben Niebla yesterday tweet out the the check of Joe Musgrove, the check. And Ruben said, "I'll just leave this here," um, which is, I mean, it means it's filtered into that clubhouse. And you, if you get guys with chips on their shoulders. You know, the Dodgers are just human beings, man. They're just men like you are. They are absolutely beatable. They're absolutely beatable. And they've been sitting around for a week, 
And so, yeah, man, I, I, I do like our chances in this thing. Right, to Will's point, I, I don't think team chemistry has really been an issue for the Padres this season. They've had good team chemistry, but... It's so much better there's now, There's definitely man. something. I mean, certainly at the end of that game, you saw Manny, how fired up he was walking off the field. That gave him an extra jolt. Now, will that carry through to a different series against a different team? Maybe. There might be some of that. I mean, you know, it's the playoffs. These guys are as locked in and as intense as they're really going to get right now. I can't I can't see that level dropping off when you s- step into Dodger Stadium tonight. So it's going to be intense. They're going to be ready to play. So will the Dodgers. Yeah, no doubt. Man. Um, you know, and I, I hope it's a good one here in game one. All right, we have uh, more callers on the line. Stay there. We can get to some more phone calls coming up. Reset the show. Uh, Jesse Agler is going to join us coming up in hour number three. Stay tuned for all of it with Ben Woods on 97.3 The Fan. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.